Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast, college basketball picks, Thursday, February 24th. Justin Santi, Colin O'Donnell. Colin, welcome back up north. Um, you were in Florida enjoying the warm weather, playing some golf, and, and I'm sure enjoying some adult beverages over the weekend. Uh, it's good to have you back up in, in the metropolitan tri-state area. How was, how was your weekend? It was nice. It was nice, nice and warm down there. Got to play some golf, watch some basketball. Can't really complain. No, it sounds kind of like the dream. Um, meanwhile, you know, I, I got to play some golf too on Monday. It wasn't, it wasn't bad weather here. Played well, actually. Today, it's like today's, 60. Today is freaking gorgeous, dude. All I want to do is be playing golf today, but, you know, it's the real world. Can't be doing that anymore. No, got no, got retired. No, nope. out, out of retirement. <laughs> I did it wrong. I retired for the first year after college, and now I, you know, I've tasted the good life. And now all <laughs> I want is all I want is the good life back. It used to be so much so good last year, dude. Like I would just wake up and handicap college basketball. If it was nice like this, I'd go play golf. Like it was just what a world. Yeah, no wonder your dad wanted you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> you were being such a bum last year. <laughs> I didn't do any, I didn't do any dishes. I didn't do anything to help out around the house. I was just, I was just mooching off the land. All right. Change, change, a change of pace now, now working and, and still, still betting on college basketball less successfully this year, but, but it is what it is. We trying to finish strong. Um, in February, we are 11 and eight in consensus plays ever since we changed up the, the system. We went two and three over the weekend. Um, not great. couple bad calls. Are we um, 11 and eight? Oh, yes. We were nine and five. We were nine and five. Yeah, nine and five. And we went two and three. And now uh, 11 and eight. And we're coming in with three plays each for Thursday. And um, and that's it. We both are both very locked into the college basketball picture right now. We both have our teams pretty much um, on the bubble looking to fight their way into the NCAA tournament. Big games for both Notre Dame and Rutgers on a Wednesday night. But we're going to give our picks for Thursday because more important things than making money tonight. We need our, our day ones. We need our day one dubs. All right. Um, you want to start us off with Thursday's first pick? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if we have a line on this. We have lines. Okay. Well, let me just double check it before. Yeah, go for it. You can, I think I'm not sure if what's, uh, what's available in Jersey or New York, but like Vegas has odds out. Um, so can rock with whatever, whatever Vegas has. There we go. All right. Uh, first pick Oregon plus two and a half, uh, at home against UCLA backs against the wall. Dana Altman needs a dub. Uh, we're getting points here. That's pretty much. All I wanted to do is get points here. Um, Oregon, right, they had that um, tough loss to Arizona by three on Saturday in one of the games of the year on the road. Now they come back home to UCLA coming in, into town. UCLA's won three straight since the USC loss, all at home, first time going on the road in a bit. Um Oregon needs this game more. This is if Oregon has lost three or four, um, if they're going to crawl back out of the bubble, they're going to have to do this in back-to-back -back games like they did earlier in the season 
UCLA, USC, back-to-back. Uh, start off on Thursday with UCLA. I think they're going to get this W. Uh, and I, that's, I mean, Dana Altman needs it. UCLA doesn't need it at home, taking the dog with the points. Uh, Richardson, Jacob Young, expect big games out of them. Jacob Young. Screw yeah. Jacob Young. Um, I don't okay. know. I mean, there's not there's not too much to handicap here. It's a it's a it's a game where Dana Altman needs to have at home on a Thursday night in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So give me the points. Yeah. Uh, makes sense for sure. Um, I'm gonna go to the complete opposite end of the country. Take another team getting two and a half points in the Big East. Uh, if Georgetown's going to get one, they're going to get one against DePaul. Um, I feel like I was back in Georgetown for a little while there in January, expecting them to kind of play a little bit better. They weren't playing better, finally got off of them. And now in my peripheral, peripheral vision, I've seen Georgetown has actually been playing a little bit better. They've covered back-to-back games on the road at Marquette and then on the road at Villanova. Now they come back home for their most winnable game of the season at home against DePaul. DePaul, not great defensively, not great offensively. I think Georgetown will be able to score. I think they figured some stuff out actually in the game against Nova, which they only lost by eight by playing um, a four guard lineup for most of the game. Um, That's allowed them to be more explosive and and get their shot makers a lot better quality looks. Um, It's a small spread. Nobody wants a piece of Georgetown. I get why they haven't won a game in the Big East all season long, but like they're going to get one. They're going to get one at home getting points against DePaul. So Georgetown plus two and a half is my, my first play and my favorite play on Thursday's on Thursday's card. Okay, uh, second play. This one is my favorite play, although I do like the Oregon one a lot. Okay. Uh, we're staying in the pack 12. Give me Utah plus 11 and a half at home against Arizona. Uh, Utah's quietly been playing better basketball. They've won three of five with a tight loss to Oregon and a tight road loss to Colorado, beating Stanford on the road, beating Cal on the road. Um, They went to double overtime with Washington. Uh, This team played UCLA close at home earlier. Now Arizona's coming to town. Uh, Arizona team has to go to the Mountain West. They've only lost two games all season. They've been fantastic, but they just had a uh, battle with Oregon at home. I think this team is a little bit vulnerable. Uh, vulnerable. 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 English is your first language. <laughs> uh, here. And I, I think Utah's been, been playing uh, pretty decent basketball as of late at home. 11 and a half is, is a little bit too much in my opinion. I think, uh, I think they're going to be able to keep this close. I don't really know if they can pull it out, but uh, mountain, mountain dogs at home. You know, it's a it's a trend we've talked about a lot. I I think this is a bit too much. You know, it was hard to take them when they were only getting four against UC, USC, but you're getting 11 and a half here against Arizona. I don't think anybody really wants to bet on Utah. Nobody wants to take bet against Tommy Lloyd in Arizona, coach of the year right now. Uh, but I'll do it. Give me Utah. Um, don't hate it at all. Mountain dogs, baby. Um. I will go back to the East for my next play. Big 10 conference, familiar territory for me. 
I like Maryland plus seven in Indiana. Um, Indiana is sputtering. They just choked away a game against Ohio State that they should have had on the road. It would have been a quad one win, I think, would have really turned their season around. I mean, they lost four in a row, had a huge opportunity to get a massive win on the road, and they couldn't seal the deal. Lost in overtime. Now they come back home against Maryland, a team they already blew out this season. Maryland, Maryland's a bit of an enigma. I mean, they've got they've got enough talent to like on paper be an NCAA tournament caliber team, but they've had all types of turmoil. Um, Mark Turgeon leaving early on. They've been up and down all season long. There have been nights where they've looked amazing. They won by a lot at Rutgers. Um, they destroyed Illinois. I mean, this is a team that has looked really good at times. Um, and Indiana is kind of similar. Indiana just guards at a higher level and feels to be playing for more. Um, but I don't know, man. The way I the way I see it is Maryland's coming in with nothing to lose. Indiana, I think, is super tense now. I mean, they're tightening up. They they went from being an NCAA tournament lock two and a half weeks ago to now five losses later being squarely on the bubble. From a talent perspective, like coming into the season, I had these two teams like neck and neck from a power rating perspective. And talent on both sides is still pretty equal. And Indiana's battling some injury issues. Um, I think Maryland's coming in. Like I actually look at this game very, very similarly to how I looked at Maryland at Rutgers earlier this season. Um, Rutgers beat Maryland in Maryland's own gym pretty easily, double-digit win. Um, Maryland goes back, destroys Rutgers at the rack. Indiana blew out Maryland earlier in the season. Maryland could go out back to Indiana and return the favor, and they have the, the talent, the skill level to do it. Uh, and I think seven is – I think it's a little too much. I think people are going to look at that, and they're going to – I don't think it's going to be a, a square side on Maryland because Maryland's just been bad this season, but they've won two in a row. Um, albeit against Big Ten bottom feeders, and now I think they can take their talents out to Assembly Hall and, and pull off a, a big upset that would benefit both of our teams and knock Indiana a little further down the uh, down the bubble bubble pecking order. So Maryland plus seven for me is my second play. Okay, uh, third play. Yep, sticking out west, um, not as beneficial for our bubble teams here. Uh, I'm going to take San Francisco plus the nine and a half at home against Gonzaga. Um, but Gonzaga has been absolutely unstoppable. They're number one in the country for a reason. Only two losses, Duke and Alabama, earlier in the year. They haven't really had a tough road game since, right? They had the game at BYU. We saw they smacked them around. We were on that game, and we've seen BYU collapse. And they got um, St. Mary's at home, and they really just have not been tested in a while. Now you go onto the road to a desperate San Francisco team in a high school gym. And this team's good. They beat Davidson really good. in the year. Um, they beat Arizona State. They smacked BYU on the road. They beat uh, UA UAB. Yep. This is a team that has shown at times to be a very capable, really well-coached team. And I think this is the time where they put it all together your back's on the line, your butt's on the line. Gonzaga is coming to town, and uh, nine and a half just feels like a lot to me. So I'm going to take them, and I'm going to hope I don't get burned. But I think if there's any team in the West Coast Conference that you want to take against BYU right now, it's San Francisco. I think they're the second-best team in the conference. Um, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like, 
I mean, that was going to be my third play. So I will, I'll get that out there. I, I, I agree. And we can talk about that a little later. I do have a backup play. I'll give it, I'll give it out now. Uh, I just also want to throw in there that I'm pretty sure San Francisco was winning at Gonzaga at halftime uh, earlier this season as well. It was like a, a one possession game at halftime. So they know that they can play at that level. Um, all right. My, my final, my final play, which I guess will probably be a throwaway, but I, I could envision myself um, betting it regardless. It's a little stinky because these are kind of, you know, I don't know. The conference USA is not exactly a conference anybody wants to bet on, but I like rice plus four and a half against Louisiana tech. Rice has been a pet team of mine all season long. Um, they shoot the three incredibly well. They shoot at a high volume, which makes them hard to guard. Um, one of their top scores is out for the year. I think their third leading scorer, um, Quincy Oliveri, is out for the year, but they've got really good guards outside of him. Travis Evie's great. Carl Pierre's a ridiculous three-point shooter. Um, and Louisiana Tech blew out Rice earlier this season at Louisiana Tech. Uh, Rice made it kind of a game late before Louisiana Tech pulled away. Um, but I think like this is just a tricky, tricky spot for Louisiana Tech. Rice, three-game losing streak. Lost a couple close games at home. We've already seen them beat UAB at home. Um, lost a couple close games on the road, I should say. Now they're coming back home. Already seen them beat UAB at home. I think it's going to be a really good opportunity for them to, to get one more marquee Conference USA win before the end of the season. Um, I, I know Louisiana Tech has good interior scoring. They're one of the top four or five teams in the conference, but uh, the three-point shot and good guard play is the great neutralizer, and I, I think that that Rice has that, and I think they're a very live dog tomorrow night in, in, in Conference USA. All right, three plays each. Um, quick recap of those. Colin, Oregon plus two and a half against UCLA. Utah plus 11 and a half. Is that correct? Against Arizona? Yeah. Yep. Utah plus 11 and a half against Arizona. And then San Fran plus nine and a half at home against Gonzaga. Uh, I've got Georgetown plus two and a half against DePaul, Maryland plus seven at Indiana and rice plus four and a half against Louisiana tech. Do we have to limit ourselves to three? That's what I want to say. I, I just want to get that. I know we've been, been debating, but like, do we have to limit ourselves to three? Cause I, I, I see at least four or five that I could be intrigued by. Is that, I mean, I, I love this board. You know, I, I went in when, when we were talking about doing the pod today, I was like, ah, oh, like this is going to be a shitty slate on Thursday. It's not. No, I mean yeah. it might be, but I I, I love these plays. I mean, but it, it's also it's not a shitty slate. I mean, Oregon, UCLA, San Fran, Gonzaga, just plain and simple, are two really really good games. Yeah, like they're really good games between four. Like I mean, it's top ten teams going to like conference rivalries against good teams that need wins. Like really really good games. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so before we get into breaking, do we have to limit ourselves to three? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I don't think we have to. I mean, I, I, we could be breaking the rules. I, 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 I'm having like a bit of an internal struggle here because I don't know. I, um, I mean, obviously San Fran's going to be a play because we, I mean, I love it as well. It's gross, but I love it. And fading Gonzaga is a disaster, but. I want to take it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I like, I have no, there, none of your plays I have any objection with. And I obviously like my plays. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, you tell we, me, we this is your, this, this is your brainchild. 
Well, so the thing was, so we'd argue. Right. Over what, like, the best plays are. Right. Avoid the group thing. Right. 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 Okay, so we can, we can put the, okay, we, okay. All right, why don't we start, why don't we start here? Let's come up with our, let's come up with what we can eliminate. I take it you have no interest in Rice, Louisiana Tech. Yeah, let's scrap it. Okay, we can scratch that. Is there anything anything else that I delivered that you really don't like? So we've got Maryland and Georgetown. Six, six and a half. Is that what it is now? Is that what you said? Seven or six and a half. No. I mean, it does, I, I, I would play it either way. Six and a half is fine. Maryland catching six and a half. Georgetown catching two and a half. Yeah. I mean, do, you, do you really believe in Georgetown? Uh, yeah, I do. I do in this in this situation. I absolutely do. But how many times have you believed in them? I mean, not that many. Like I've I've been cooked on them a few times. Um, they've covered. I think they've covered for me a couple times also. But like, yeah, like they're not incompetent. Um, the problem is two and a half. Like you pretty much need them to win. Yeah, I think they're gonna win. I understand what I what I need. They're playing DePaul. It's not exactly, you know. I mean, I mean, DePaul's look, pretty good. DePaul is not that good. I mean, here's here's they the thing. They almost beat Seton Hall on the road. They almost beat Providence. They choked away the win against Butler. Yeah, I'm 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 aware of what DePaul's done. They beat Rutgers. Like I, I I'm aware. I just think that I don't think Georgetown's not going to win a game. They're not going to go zero and whatever. And like eventually they're going to have to get one. And I feel like this is the one you got to get. And I don't think DePaul does anything that that scares him. Yeah, go ahead, look at him. Georgetown hasn't been healthy all season. They're finally healthy. They've covered a couple games in a row, coming back home after a, a few road games. They've got really good guard play. It's going to be a fast-paced game. Neither team defends at a high level. DePaul's down David Jones. He's one of their best players, probably their best rebounder. He's not there. I think Georgetown matches up well with them. Athletic guards, lanky bigs. I mean, I don't hate it. No, how could you hate it? I mean, it's, this is this is a major stink factor, and like, I mean, Hoya Sachs is they got like Patrick Ewing's not going to go into the night. I mean, their next three well, they, games. They just re- that's that's what's making me kind of like it is that they just resigned. Him, yeah, they're not firing. Him. I'm not going to. I think that's stupid, but yeah. Like, I feel like you kind of rallied the troops after something like that, right? Well, their next three games after DePaul are UConn and then Seton Hall and Xavier on the road where they will likely be at least three possession dogs in every game. Well, that's, yeah, that's what, I, that's, that's the other thing. This is their only chance. This is it. This is their freaking win one for the Gipper and they're not incompetent. That's the thing. Like I know they've played incompetently at times, but they've also, I mean, they played DePaul tight on the road. They lost by eight. So like they know that they can play at that level. Um, and it was like a really close game. Like I'm pretty sure it was tied 
midway through the second half. Georgetown might have even been been winning at halftime. Um, yeah, I'm not, they were up one and a half. Yeah, like so they know that they can play with with DePaul, and I mean I I don't know I that's that's something I really like. Um, all right, I, I obviously like that. Do you not like Maryland at Indiana? Because I'll tell you the one play of yours that I don't love is Arizona-Utah, but it's only because I've seen Arizona just be a freaking wagon. And, like, Arizona has this – I love Mountain Dogs. And, like, I, I would not bet Arizona, but I would take a hard – I am definitely taking a hard look at Utah. And the reason I didn't come in with it as a play is, like, Arizona is a different animal when they're playing well. Like, they get out and run. Yeah, they force turnovers. They, they have an absurd like, – like, we talked about it on the pod, I think, before Saturday, that, like, Kansas doesn't, like, scare me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't see Kansas like a team that can just – they have, that, have, that has that, like, blowout switch. Arizona has that absurd blowout switch. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I know what you mean. So that's what scares me off of it. And, like, I don't know if Utah – I know they've been playing better, but – that is a huge step up in competition from Cal and Stanford to play Arizona, who has beaten basically everybody in the conference by 30 outside of Oregon and UCLA and USC. I mean, everybody by 30. Oregon isn't that big of a step up from Utah. Like, Oregon's better. What do you mean? Oh, Oregon's come on. Better than Utah, but I, or, I mean, I think. Yes, but that's. Oregon, and that was at home. Yeah, but Oregon has dudes. Yeah. Oregon has. Half, Oregon has a top 10 ceiling. No, I, I, I understand. I think it's. I just think Arizona has, like, that's the only reason that's. I mean, 11 and a half feels like the right number for what it's worth. I mean, nine and a, maybe it should be closer to nine, nine and a half. Um, I just, it's a lot for a team that. They. They they almost beat Oregon. They almost beat Colorado. I know. I know. They finally beat Stanford, Cal. I know you were pretty high on Utah coming into the season. I know. Too. I know. I think Craig Smith's a great Colorado coach. Looks like they're finally getting it together a little bit. I agree. This is not. This is not a a. I don't like Utah play. It's a. I have seen Arizona go on the road and destroy better teams than Utah. That's that's what it. I mean, like I, I think Stanford is. Washington on par with State. Utah. Washington State's definitely a better team than Utah. Arizona won that game by 12. Um, Arizona blew up Michigan. I know that was on a neutral site. Um, they, they destroyed Washington um, on the road. I mean, I don't know. They, they also don't play – Arizona sometimes gets lethargic on D. They don't – they turn the ball over sometimes. Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I think – here's the thing. If we're trying to find our top three, that is not – that is in my top three of the, of the, of the group plays you know what i mean like, i think yeah. there's a there's a like i, I know it's, it's probably sharp i like the mountain dog i like the way utah's been playing i like craig smith i think arizona could absolutely be overlooking utah um they could just be heading this mountain trip like miserable like why do we want to do this we've got usc on the road later um but, but when arizona plays well like there's no stopping them like utah doesn't have the horses to stop them. and so like it's it's just kind of a it's more of a fear of them rolling Utah than anything else. 
All right, move on to another one. Let's move on to another one. So you don't like Maryland, Indiana. I mean, so I kind of it, it feels it feels thank you. Does it Maryland? Yeah. You think? I mean, I mean, it's it very possible. True. They are. But they're also At assembly a, hall, like yeah. rally the troops. I I mean, I don't think Mike Woodson's a bad coach. And you look at the losses and it's Illinois at home, right? Kofi just ate them alive. Yep. Northwestern on the road, down five. Yep. Players. Yep. I mean, that's tough. And they competed there. Then you've got to go back to back on the road to a Michigan State team that's also desperate for a win after losing to Rutgers and at home against Wisconsin. You get smacked there. Then you lose a tight one against Wisconsin, and you pretty much blow it in overtime to Ohio State in the game you really should have won. Right. Right. That's that's the thing. I feel like they're on the they're on the come down from a really important stretch. Michigan State, yeah, Wisconsin, it, it, Ohio it's still State. Like, it's still important. It's even more important because of that. You know. Well, I, I yeah, that's I I agree with that, which is. Why I think they're pushing. Look, if you don't like it, you don't like it. If we're, we're trying to find our top three. If this is not in your top three, it's not in your top three. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. If you think it's square, I don't think it's square. Obviously, it's a side I like. I don't think anything side I like is, is square usually, but but that's fine. All right. So, so San, I think San, we can agree that San Francisco Gonzaga is definitely a look um, for us. It's going to be one of our consensus. Let's talk Oregon UCLA. Um, are you worried at all about UCLA wanting like revenge? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm worried the line's too short. Same, same kind of thing, thing with Georgetown is you pretty much need Oregon to win here. So what? I mean, it, it's nice to get a little extra cushion like this open at four and a half. I would love to grab it there. Didn't open, didn't really open four and a half in our area though. It's not like it's not like we had access to the four and a half. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's still, you know, you see it there and it's 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 sad to see it go fleeting. I mean, UCLA's battled some injuries over the last week or so. You see, I mean, Oregon is dead. I don't care. The two and a half doesn't doesn't bother me. I mean, I think the line is perfectly well set there. And that's a prop, it's probably a good number. It might it might come back up to UCLA. I mean, do you think it's gonna be like, do you think Oregon's going to be sharp, though? Like, where do you think the public's going to be on this? All over UCLA. Do you really? Oh, yeah. I mean, Oregon's free-falling. They're not really, but they are. It looks like they are. Right? They have the, the loss to Arizona on the road, which is really that really impressive loss. Like, go on the road to Arizona and battle like that. Yeah. But before uh, that, two, you got smacked yeah. by Arizona State. Yep. And you lose at home against Cal. Yep. And then you have the one win against Washington State. But that's three of four. That's not good. Yeah. I, I think people caught on to Oregon. Yep. Now they're going to be off of them. Yep. And they, they, they probably have to win out to get to the tournament too. Yeah. Right? In the regular season. I mean, maybe win three of four. You probably have to win out to get to the tournament. Right? Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, they're gonna have to win this game. They gotta win back. They gotta do what they did already. Yeah, sweep the sweep the Cali team, the LA teams, and then 
But I don't see why they can't at home. No, I don't either. I, I, I like Oregon plus two and a half. I think it makes sense. Um, I, I have no problem with it. Um, I like, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a, I am a huge, huge Dana Altman guy. I'm a huge Dana Altman fan. Um, it feels like a good spot for them. Um, UCLA has been playing really good basketball, but, but that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with, with that. UCLA has not been the same team away from home. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm happy to go there with Oregon plus two and a half. We're sticking with our, so here's, here's the way I'll say this. There is not a play that we, that we have given out that I don't, I'm not intrigued by that. I'm not, that I might not end up betting. Right. Yeah. But what we, what we have, so I'm going to, to the listeners, I'm going to say that anything that I think we have talked about today, I think for the most part, maybe outside of maybe one or two, for the most part, I think we agree that they're the solid looks, but we're going to give out our three, our top three. Right. And so our top three, I want your agreement on this. Are San Francisco plus nine and a half? Yeah. Oregon plus two and a half? Yes. And Georgetown plus two and a half? Yeah, I think Georgetown. I think you got to you got to take them. It, it's, I think, re-signing Ewing is massive. I think at home is massive, and just those last three games. This is it. This is it. You go win less in the Big East if you don't win this game. Exactly. And I think they come out guns of blazing and I don't think anybody's on them. That's the thing. Like DePaul's been playing well enough where I think there, there's more of a look on DePaul than, than George. I mean, it wasn't long ago, Colin, I know this is a dangerous game to play. And we talk about this a lot, especially with football, but it wasn't, it wasn't long ago that I was betting Georgetown plus two and a half against like Marquette at home, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I'm, well, I mean, I, I warned you you were crazy then. So Yeah. Well, I think this is, this might be slightly less crazy. All right. So one more time, our consensus plays. Oregon plus two and a half at home against UCLA. Georgetown plus two and a half at home against DePaul and San Francisco plus nine and a half at home against the big daddy Gonzaga home dogs tomorrow home dogs on a Thursday night. All right, Colin, we're 11 and eight doing it this way. Let's uh, let's keep the good times rolling, huh? Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to Hook and Ladder podcast. Mr. O'Donnell, I will talk to you later this week and uh, hopefully it's a good night for our bubble teams and hopefully Thursday night is a good night for our bets. Colin, peace out.